If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. In this aromatic episode. Ooh. More cowbell, Doug. Is that because of the smells in it? Oh, my pump. <laughs> Gotta have cowbell. So for the first 52 minutes, uh, we talked about fun things, not any fitness. So if you don't like, if you like fitness, fast forward 52 minutes in. Otherwise, yeah. be prepared to be entertained. Watch out. We started out by talking about Felix Gray blue blocking glasses, and now they are FSA and HSA eligible and pre-approved. That's right. You can pay for your Felix Gray glasses through your health savings account now, we are sponsored by Felix Gray. So if you go to Felix Gray, that's Gray spelled G-R-A-Y, glasses, felixgrayglasses.com forward slash mind pump, you'll get free shipping and free returns. Then we talked about getting what you pay for. Uh, it's usually the truth, right? Usually you do get what you pay for. Pretty much every time. And that led us on to a conversation about protein powders and supplements and how much we appreciate Organifi because of their products, quality, incredible mm-hmm. quality. They are one of our sponsors. If you go to Organifi.com forward slash Mind Pump, use the code Mind Pump, you'll get 20% off any of their products, including their protein powders, green juices, gold juices, and red juices. All them juices. Then we talked about lawn darts and other dangerous but very fun toys. Yeah. We talked about limiting the downside of technology. Then we talked about, I hope I say it right, Takanakui in Peru, this is a, uh, a festival in Peru that uh, is a good time, apparently. People beat the crap out of each other <laughs> to get over themselves. I think it's a good idea. Then we talked about some good news. The world's poorest people are getting richer than any other category of people in the world faster. In other words, they're all moving out of poverty at an accelerated rate. Very, very good news. Then we talked about putting the extreme views of the vocal minority into perspective. Maybe the world isn't as crazy as we think. Hmm. And then we talked about Dollar General. Uh, that's the dollar store company that's actually giving people more food than Whole Foods. They're selling more food to people than Whole Foods. That is alarming, Sal. What kind of food do you buy at the dollar store? Uh, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, cans. We also mentioned, by the way, some red light therapy. A brief mention. We are sponsored by Juve Lights. Juve Lights are red light therapy, very good for the mitochondrial health of your body. It's good for your skin, boosts testosterone, balances out hormones. You can go to juve.com, J-O-O-V-V.com forward slash mind pump, and you'll get a free MAPS program, uh, MAPS Prime program with the purchase of $500 or more and free shipping. Then we get into the fitness stuff. The first question is, uh, it's said that exercising stresses the body, but this person's also heard that it it can be also a great stress reducer. How do we ensure that it's reducing stress and not just adding stress? Mm. Next question, uh, what's the best way to get my girlfriend to start lifting weights? Apparently, telling your girlfriend she's fat isn't working anymore. We give you better advice. Try again. The next question is, can having gut issues make it more difficult to lose body fat? Uh, Great part of the episode right there. And the last question, uh, if we were only able to use as seen on TV fitness equipment or programs, which ones would we choose and why? Also, there's only three days left. One, two, three. That's it. Three days left to get free one-year access to our private forum if you enroll in any of our MAPS fitness programs. Now, our MAPS fitness programs are designed for specific goals. Uh, For example, if you want to 
let's say you want to boost your metabolism. You want to lose weight, but you want to have a faster metabolism so you can eat more and stay leaner. You should enroll in MAPS Anabolic. Let's say you want to sculpt your body and shape it in a specific way, in an aesthetic way, then you enroll in MAPS Aesthetics. Let's say you're an athlete or you like to train like an athlete. You want to be able to run, jump, lift heavy things, twist, move, have mobility. Well, that would be MAPS Performance. Let's say you want correctional exercise. You need to fix a back problem or shoulder problem or knee issues. Well, that would be MAPS Prime and MAPS Prime Pro. And we have many, many more MAPS programs. Just go to mapsfitnessproducts.com. Check them out. Find out which one works best for you. And again, reminder, three days left. Enroll in any of those programs and get one year of access to our private forum for absolute free. Did you guys see the, the memo that Rachel gave us? No. I did not know that the Felix Gray blue blockers, they are FSA and HSA approved or whatever. That's what I was talking about the other day. Wait. So they could get... Pay, you could you could get them covered if you have a health savings account or flexible. What is it called? Flexible savings oh, account. Oh, that's that excess amount of money from the uh, insurance company that people like get at the end of the year to to spend. Is that what that is uh, exactly? Right. I'm not quite sure, Doug. What, what? How would you explain an FSA or HSA account? Well, if you don't know what it is, you probably don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I or know maybe I don't you do, and you yeah, just yeah. aren't taking advantage of it, yeah. right? I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm no expert on this, but. These accounts allow you to put pre-tax dollars into an account that you can use towards healthcare type expenses, uh, so that you're not paying taxes on the money you're making. But you're only allowed to spend that money on specific things, right? So, for example, the Felix Gray eyeglasses and sunglasses are all FSA and HSA eligible and pre-approved. Pre-approved. Um, pre-approved. So, so you there don't you have go. To ask for it. So yeah, it's a so done do deal. It. So you can buy. Basically, you could buy your Felix Gray glasses with pre-tax dollars, which means you're essentially getting a discount. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Because oh, significant. There's ones. a way around it, yeah. Yeah, because what's the average American paying in tax at 30% or something like that? Yeah, somewhere around there. So it's like 30% off. Yeah. Did oh. I do the math right? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah hey. There you go, math teacher. You said <laughs> I Once you're over five, yes. <laughs> no, I was. I, I brought this up, I think, on the last commercial or the before uh, on Felix Cray. I didn't know this. And I had one of my buddies who was asking about the glasses, <clears throat> and I sent him over our link. And then he followed up with a picture of him wearing them when they came in. And he says, hey, by the way, he goes, you know, you should tell your audience that they, if they have the FSA or the HSA uh, with their company, that they can use that money towards that. And so he's all, I totally found that out after I reached out and called him. Are you like, having your kids wear them at all, Justin? I am. Uh, mainly... Mainly at night when we're watching TV together, uh, they'll put them on. But yeah, I've I've actually been thinking about that, and I know that you've said that, mentioned that a few times mm -hmm. with your kids, and that I, I picked up on that and was like, oh yeah, I might do that because I know Courtney and I have just now made it more routine that we both wear our Felix Grays uh, around the house and when we're doing stuff on the computer, especially. So yeah, I have my kids wear it, especially after there was a study that I read that showed that. Wearing uh, blue blocking type glasses uh, in increased melatonin production by something like ninety percent during yeah. sleep. That's a big deal. Naturally, yeah, because you see all these supplements that have come out for melatonin, and you know, and, and for you to be able to produce it naturally just by wearing the glasses, and that's cool. all tied to growth hormone and and all that stuff. You, you know, know how important sleep is. You know what I found with them, and my cousin and I were actually just talking about this over Christmas, is. You didn't realize what the computer, the 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 phone, 
and the TV constantly really was doing yeah. until you get them and you wear them and then you don't wear them. Yep, yep. And then you realize like, oh shit, like you feel the eye strain then, you feel you you feel the headaches, you feel the like fatigue, like I didn't real I didn't really connect it until I started using it and he brought that up to me and I was like, no, that's exactly how I feel about it. Like now it's like you see me wearing people are like, oh, you wear them all the time now. That's I'm like, exactly what I was trying to pitch to uh, my good friend that I bought him for, for Christmas present. And um, she was like, Oh, okay. Like I was trying to give her the rundown of the importance of them. And, and she, she's just now getting back to me like, Oh wow. Like I've, I'm, I'm feeling it different. I didn't, I was skeptical. It was the first thing. It's yeah. like, Oh cool. Yeah. Like blue blockers. Like it, it sounds like a kind of a gimmicky thing, but uh, once you actually start, using them and seeing how much you actually are on your phone and doing all these things in front of blue lights pretty crazy well i did it the, the right before the holiday we went to the mall when it was super busy and one thing about the mall that i've always noticed is if i'm in the mall for too long i start to feel almost like a headache i just don't feel good and yeah. I, I thought it was because it was a lot of people and so this last time i went i put on the the glasses and wore them the whole time didn't feel that way and i'm, I'm realizing it's all, all those fluorescent lights. It's yeah. all them, yeah, mm. bright ass fluorescent lights in the mall that make me feel like shit. And so now I wear them. Well, I you know, it, it's interesting too. We we had a call with Felix Gray last. Was it last week? And we were talking about stuff that they they got coming up in the future. That's really cool. And one of the things that I brought up in the call was I wanted I wanted to ask them like, well, how do you guys compare to a lot of these companies that are coming up now and competing? And it reminded me of the similar conversation that we had with Juve with mm -hmm. red lights. Mm -hmm. Because this whole blue blocking, it's like going crazy. Yeah, it's going crazy. Everybody's starting to do it now. It's becoming hip and trendy to to do it. And rightfully so. I think there's a lot of health benefits, just like the red light. I think there's plenty of health benefits, and I think people should take advantage of it. But what also, it opens the door for a lot of fucking people that come with snake oil yeah. to come in and, and make them. I mean, there's a company... Uh, what is it, MVMT, that's huge on social media. They, they start out with watches, I remember. Yeah, watches. Now they're doing the blue. And they are taking a page out of the Shreds model of getting tons of these big influencers, lots of branding and imagery, looking like a cool brand. But come to find out, a lot of their product is flipped from Alibaba shit. Just... Mm. Bought cheap ass watches, cheap ass glasses. Really? How'd you find this out? Just jumping in on the, on when the trend. I was, huh? When I was talking to them. Oh, really? Yeah, this was one of the things that they, because I asked, like, how how can they. Quality how, is important. How can man. they price it so much cheaper? And, and that's Felix Gray. The reason why they don't do a discount is because they're already giving it at the lowest price they can to make the company still be able to run. The margins are not, it's just expensive to make them something that high quality, just like Juve. Juve isn't cheap because it's expensive to make something that high tech at that level right now. Well, they actually did all the R and D that's required to to, to create a, a premium product, right. you know, mm -hmm. and like they took the time and spent all the money to actually produce the premium product. So it's tough for the consumer because they don't see all the the steps that that leads into that direction, and uh, you know the amount of sacrifice and. Uh, and money they have to put up, you know, themselves to be able to produce something. There's definitely some truth, not all truth, but there's definitely some truth in the statement, like you get what you pay for. Yeah. And I, as I get older, I keep learning. I've learned that lesson many times now in my, how, however long I've been on earth. And, you know, I learned that with supplements relatively recently when they came out with the protein powders that were doing the amino acid spiking. Mm-hmm. 
And so here you are buying this big jug of protein powder and you're like, oh my God, I got the best deal on this protein. It's like a hundred servings for 30 bucks and it's whey protein. And what's the difference between one whey protein to another? And this was the best or whatever. Then they, then somebody, you know, an independent laboratory goes in and studies it even closer and finds actually right. it's not 30 grams of protein per serving. It's 10. And then you guys sprinkled in some, you know, amino nitrogen acids, or amino yeah. acids to make it look like when they did these other tests, yeah. you were chock full of protein. When in fact, the reason why it's 30 bucks is you're not getting a hundred servings. You're getting more like 20. And I've learned that lesson over and over and over again mm -hmm. uh, with supplements to the point now where if I take a supplement, I, the quality is above, above anything else. I don't care about who, you know, who's selling it, how cool it looks, what the bottle looks like, whatever. I'm going to do my homework. I'm going to see, because I'm putting yeah. this in my body. I want to see the quality of the product because here's the thing. When you get natural food, if I buy a natural food, quality is also important. But to some extent, like, you know, if I get a steak, you know, it's not processed. It's, there's not a lot of shit they can hide. There's a lot of things they can definitely do, and definitely grass-fed organic is going to be a better quality than the other stuff. But at the end of the day, a steak tends to be a steak. When you're getting a supplement that's yeah. a bar or it's a, a powder, powder <laughs> who the hell knows? Who knows yeah. what's in there? Well, you know especially I mean? it falls under the supplement thing where there's there's no real regulation. I mean, it's no, the wild, dude. wild west. In Rem the, remember in that, that whole uh, that article that came out a while ago, and, and I was like, I was at Organifi. Oh, they're, about the heavy metals. Yeah, because they've been our they've they've been one of our longest lasting sponsors, and we you know, we really like working with them, and they're very very transparent with their quality. And then this are these articles come out where they were testing all these vegan proteins. This is just for the audience who doesn't know. And big uh, names too. Big name vegan proteins. Yeah, big names like Vega. I think is the name one of the name of them. Or you mean Vega, 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 Vega yeah. is one of them. Vega. Right? So it was Garden, the Garden of Life. Yeah, those are two like the biggest monsters. And they were just they were high in these heavy metals that you don't want to be ingesting, which is not good. They build up in the body. They become they can become very very bad. And it was on a lot of these organic, um, uh, plant based proteins. And part of the reason is the the if you can't use synthetic pesticides, the organic ones tend to be high in these metals. So when you buy organic and plant based, the odds that are gonna it's gonna have a lot of heavy metals is is not it's pretty good, right? So I was like, you guys remember, I was on Organifi right away. I want to see the results. I want to hear the testing. I remember you were already you already considered yeah. dropping them before we found out. I'm like, whoa, dude, uh, yeah. we don't Let's know they're give gonna... them a chance yeah, first. Yeah, <laughs> no, and they came back good. Organifi is uh, very no, very extremely. They were yeah. they, their results were amazing. Yeah, they're one of the they're they're very very dedicated to having super high quality pro you know obviously products. And so I, I just keep learning that lesson, you know what I mean? That you know, price, it doesn't always mean it's better, right. but a lot of times, a lot of times it does, you yeah. know, because the markets are so competitive. Like, why would you want to charge more? Yeah. For, so you, you'd want to charge as little as you can to be competitive, but there's only so far you can go. Yeah, and when especially when you're ingesting something, you want something that's high quality. You don't have to take as much of, right? Like I, I want something that I could just take a premium amount of something and I'm not like constantly having to flood my body with something just to get like the amount that's r required, you know, yeah, just yeah. because of the volume of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know what? I, I, I'm looking at these disc shooters that we have on the table <laughs> yeah. just to change subjects here. <laughs> and they're very different from the ones that we had when we were kids. Do you guys remember the ones we had when we were kids? That were shooters like this? They were similar. So these have discs. Yeah. So these are those guns that you shoot. They were harder, right? It was like a harder plastic. Yeah, this is like, these are soft, like soft foam discs. <laughs> the disc shooter I had when I was a kid. They're wussy. You would, you cut your friend with it. You'd shoot yeah. him. 
<laughs> you cut your friend. It, it would. It would be a, like a little sharp plastic like disc. sticks in your skin. That would like, it would leave like a little mark on you. Like these aren't, they don't. Is they look, this is greater. This is my mom's gift to, yeah. to yeah. us here. Why'd yeah, she give you guys the disc funny. shooter? Because she knows Justin and I are like we're, children. We're cool. Yeah. yeah we're, she knew that we would just, play with it. Yeah. Trying to occupy you guys. And then yeah. she's trying to, she's trying to get <laughs> you, we have get you to read C.S. Lewis. I see what she's doing. Yeah. She's trying to ease you in. Slowly ease you in. Yeah. Distract you guys. He's tiptoeing. Let's uh, let's fully yeah. immerse them. Right, distract yeah. you and I with the toys. But I, I rem- yeah, I remember the dish shooters when I was a kid. They shot the the hard plastic ones, and if you blasted your friend close enough, and I know this because my cousin and I had a good time with these. Well, dude, it would leave a mark. Let's just be honest. Like most toys we grew up with, could put your eye out. You know, like that oh. was like the big <laughs> fear of everything. It was like this could put your eye out. This is like gonna mess you up. Oh, bro, what about lawn darts? Yeah. Lawn- Do you remember lawn darts? What are lawn darts? You never played lawn darts? What is that? It's a fucking a spear. spear. Yeah. It's like a those. it's a dart this big <laughs> and it metal tipped yeah. and you throw it and you and you have like circles in the grass or whatever yeah. try and you'd impale someone. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't remember. Imagine that. your mom coming out, dinner's right. Ah yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, mom. I don't, I don't remember those. Yeah. Why do you call your mom pirate? Yeah. No, look, look at look at these right here. Watch Doug's gonna pull them. Yeah. There they are. Oh my Long god! Darts, so yeah. great with like a little. Oh, you know what? They I, banned those yeah. fuck. Oh, jarts. I do remember these. Yeah, now. Those are dangerous do, as hell. Wow, bro! I'm telling you right now, Gosh. that landed on your foot. If you had a shoe on, even it would go through your foot. It's so funny because I just for Christmas I got uh, my oldest a pocket knife, and I was just like, you know, it's time. You know, he's he's eight. He's almost nine. Like it's a real knife. It's a real knife. Like it's it's a legit like fold out knife. And I'm like, you have child protective services. Yeah, I'm like trying to put all these parameters around it. Like you can only use it in this situation. I have to be there. Like don't be showing it from your kid, your friends. Like back in the day, like there was no conversation. It was just here. I'd be like, yeah, and then I'd go out and stab stuff, dude. <laughs> and people freak out. Yeah. yeah, I I oh see, look at this. Lawn darts became a Ill- they were banned and became illegal. In nineteen illegal, yeah, wow, yeah, illegal. You know that if you someone know, gets illegal, like somebody, right. some somebody killed somebody. Yeah, <laughs> somebody killed something happened. No, yeah. I don't think so. Things get illegal all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, look at that. They don't hurt anybody. <laughs> They're so weak. I was, I was like, all you could shoot that directly. I think I, think I got like one good one. Out. I still Bro. blink and have that weird reflex. Let me You're tell like, you something. Yeah. I could open my eye. You could shoot it right on my eyeball. It would do nothing. That's all. <laughs> That's how weak that thing is. Yeah. Are we you making know, ourselves too yeah, safe? Barely even flinch. Yeah, too that's safe. what I. That's what I feel. I re- too when too I was safe a- and plugged in like crazy. Did you guys have slingshots when you were a kid? Yeah. Yep. Wrist rockets. Like the real oh, one. Oh, I bought yeah. my youngest one of those. Wrist rockets. I, I got that- them all the dangerous shit this year. Oh, you know? like a real one. Yeah. Did you get them the little metal freaking? No, 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 I didn't give them the BBs with it. But I got them targets. So we'll see. I for now it's like the little pine cones is a good start, and then we'll work to the BBs. Dude. What about the what was that game that you sat on sit and spin and you you spin it with your friend you guys would spin each other so fast you fly off you remember that <laughs> you remember that little toy uh, 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 oh. no that was uh, what do they call that one where you'd spin them in the the playground yeah they banned those merry go round yeah, yeah. well no 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 merry go rounds with the horses yeah yeah no isn't it isn't still a merry go round no no I forget no, what no. it's called though but yeah you just no, you. Everybody gets on. Everybody you remember throws this? up. You when you hang on and yeah. run, spingy like crazy. Yeah. yeah, you'd run and you push, 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 and you jump on. It's still called a merry-go-round. No, no, merry-go-round mm. is the one with. I have no idea. With the horses, oh, that's a carousel. 
Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah. I think I am Doug, right. Look up, look up. Look uh, up. Yeah, look. At, let's look it up and see. Merry go round. You might be right. Have sir. you ever been launched off one of those? I used yeah. to. We used to jump. Like you spin and get all that speed, yeah. and then you jump. Just like I used to do with the swing. So I told yeah. you guys like what was it? Just a month ago, Katrina and I were walking through the park, and we decided to get on the swings. <laughs> yeah, there you go, bro. Merry go round, right, Doug? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's right. Oh wow, Adam's right. They still have one in Campbell. They do oh, at the park. Yeah, let's go. And Brianna, when she was a little girl, no, I get dizzy as fuck. She got uh, oh, no, got thrown anymore. from that thing. Yeah, and got yeah. damaged. A I get bit. so dizzy. What do you Yikes. mean she got damaged a little bit? I mean, yeah. like I got a big old bump on her head. Oh. She hit the steel. It's all steel and it's spinning fast. Oh yeah, they're death trap. I know. Yeah, you don't want to end up under one of those things. Yeah, yeah. the irony of it is, if I had little kids, I'd be like, you can't play on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's our fault. Yeah, everybody's so soft, making a bunch of and the, and the ground at playgrounds now is made out of this composite material that you could you'll like it's the softest, spongiest. Yeah. Do you guys remember what our playgrounds had? <laughs> Tambark was if we were lucky. Tambark, Tambark or sand? Wow, that was an upgrade. Tambark. We used, was, we used to do uh, sand, and what we would do is we go. The cats will poop in it. We go to the park yeah. at uh, you know late at night when no kids were there. And then at the bottom of the slide, we would dig like a good four foot deep hole. And then we would put sticks and then a newspaper and then cover the top with sand again. Oh, uh, just so, to like booby trap yes. somebody. <laughs> what a dick. We <laughs> so, did that in the forest. We booby trapped. And, yeah. And we, did, we put like a bunch of like what, like water balloons and everything at the bottom so somebody would step and like spray it all. Yeah. Did you guys, did you guys catch any boobies? We got some boobs. <laughs> It was a good day. <laughs> the things that you used to do yeah. for entertainment. I don't know. Yeah. Did I ever do anything like that? Probably I broke to, somebody's ankle. Yeah. yeah I used to make spears uh, and then throw them at squirrels. That's what I used to do. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of mean, I know. Squirrel hunter. I'm just That not, would be hard to catch. Yeah, I was going to say. I never hit a squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, Spent half your childhood trying to you, catch one. Yeah, that's, that's, like, that's a flaw. Although, I will say this. I had an interesting experience over the summer. We took the kids on a hike. Uh, I think it was... It was the Pinnacles, or I think it might have been the Pinnacles. And there was this one path we went on, big boulders, and we sat there and we were eating. Um, we took a break and we were eating, uh, what is it, trail mix? Mm-hmm. And the squirrels, I've never seen this before, they were coming all the way up to us and they were coming up and eating right out of our hand. You ever oh, have yeah. a squirrel that close to you? Dude, that's the funniest thing ever. So we we're at my parents and next door neighbors had, had trained one of those squirrels, like would feed it all the time. And so it was like, accustomed to people and was like real friendly and would like come up and actually would like climb up on people and everything. We didn't know this. And uh, (laughs) so we were there, I'm picking the kids up and uh, this squirrel just like is, you know, coming down the tree like, Oh look, there's a squirrel, whatever. And we keep talking. The squirrel makes its way, crawls right up Courtney and like sits like on her shoulder like this and is like grabbing her hair and stuff. And she, like, you look at her face like she just saw a ghost. Like she's like frozen completely. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like, ah, like, 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 help, you know? <laughs> and, and it's, oh, and they're like trying to, I forget the name of the scroll, but Scrolling. they're all like, yeah, like, oh, it's friendly, this and that. And then it finally like went back down, but it had little like marks and everything it left on her and like scratched her whole back up and everything, <laughs> dude. It was. Yeah, the difference between Stupid a squirrel squirrels. and a rat is a tail. Very slim. There's yeah, they're the same. Uh, it, it's just got a fluffy tail. Squ- That's all it is. Squirrels a lot cuter. That's the only thing. Yeah, it's a lot cuter. Be- okay, there's imagine big part- pests though. Yeah, right. imagine this right now because I live in a neighborhood with a lot of trees. And there's squirrels all over the place. And there's this one that's this dark gray squirrel. And there's this black squirrel and this brown one that we see all the time. And they all play or whatever. And one day I was sitting out there. The kids were playing. And I was just looking at the squirrels. And I was 
trying to imagine if they were rats yeah (laughs) and then and i'm like boy would people have a different reaction you know what i mean if those rats running around and oh my god (laughs) yeah pandemonium instead everybody's like it's a squirrel oh they're cute yeah it's great you squirrels are they're Uh, just as terrible you know what i mean yeah i was just reading this article that uh jackie sent over and it's uh one from uh, TechCrunch and it's it's nothing new that we've talked about on this podcast, but I feel like you guys kind of owe me an apology a little bit. Whoa! And that's th- that's because when I when I read uh, the book last year that I I think I pushed on our audience, uh, Irresistible, like I don't know twenty times. Adam or Hitler. So. Yes. It's <laughs> so great you remember the author's name. Hey, can you imagine if we got paid for, for talking about that book, Adam? I just think that it was, uh, I mean, it was what? I think it was not, it was last year. It wasn't even this year. It was uh, last year, I think, when I read 2017. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I read that book and it was a, a very powerful read for me. And now I'm seeing all this stuff come out and now everybody's all talking about it. It's like become a big fucking deal now. That and all these study, all these universities oh, are starting all to do the screen time. They're finally paying attention to. Yeah, did you see the yeah. response? Almost every app now has mm-hmm. a monitor system now. To, yeah, to let you know that was kind of their way of responding back to that. But you know why that's you know what's cool about that is if you look at the fast food industry, they exploded in America. McDonald's became this incredible brand, and then there was a backlash, and that was because of obesity, and they were blamed on it. You know, they were blamed for obesity for a long time. I, what I think what the tech companies are doing is smart. What I th- I think what they're doing is they're trying to appear to be responsible. Right, give you all the tools. Yeah. yeah, so that they don't get that same kind of backlash because I've called technology and apps kind of the fast, the processed food of, of, our, of this generation where we don't really know what the, the detrimental effects are until later on. That's what happened with processed food, right? We're just feeding everybody these processed foods and then later on we're like, oh crap, it's causing all these problems. I think they're being they're trying to appear to be responsible and smart, mm-hmm. you know, so that when the backlash comes, they you know Facebook's and, and Netflix. I mean, and all these companies. In, are like, re- hey. in reality, though, it's it's like the the warning label that cigarettes put on there. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. we do it so we can and, and or the, the calories everybody has to post now. Yeah. you know, at restaurants. But in reality, they're all their you know R and D goes into how do we make this thing yeah. more addictive? I mean, yeah. because that's what sells the app. That's what makes people use the app. That's how they make their money off the it app. It sort of covers them a little bit. Yeah, it does. Oh, well, we're telling you guys, yeah. you know, what where where you should be safe with. But I was going to ask you guys what, you know, <clears throat> now that we've we've talked about this, you know, so many times, um, you know, when you guys have a, a holiday like Christmas going on right now, do you find yourself having to tell your kids to put the phones down and kind of interact with the family? Do they naturally do that? Or do you find them kind of sitting over in the corner, glued to their phones and iPads? I take it away. Yeah. You do? Yeah. I, I, we're, we're trying to make more of an effort now to... Because, you know, I told you guys about the four hour a week, you know, mm-hmm. limit. And then yeah. I got loose with it. And and I'm tr- trying to tighten up the range. Because I just notice, it, and it's, it's scary, man. I notice a distinct personality mm-hmm. change in my kids when they're mm-hmm. on electronics all the time versus when they're not. Mm-hmm. They're different children. They're way more interactive. They make better eye contact. They have more fun. They talk to adults. When they're on electronics for longer than an hour, it's like uh, I have little zombies, or mm-hmm. or they're irritable. It's really strange. Yeah, it's and it's tough because I I definitely notice the same like behaviors. Like they get, man, they freak out if 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 I know the electronics have been there 
uh, frequently and then you remove it, like there's like a certain kind of response you get and it's, it's not a good, it's not a good response. And that shows me like right away, like, okay, I need to do a better job of, uh, getting outside and starting at least the momentum there or downstairs or, you know, like we played with just Legos and like made that a thing and, uh, just doing something create creative wise or like physically, um, it needs to start and I need, I need to do a better job of at least like establishing that. So it becomes, uh, you know, part of, uh, more of a frequent thing that they do too. So. I, I take my, I started doing this. I started taking my phone and putting it in, uh, Jessica's purse Yeah, and I'm just off of it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the move. And I'm not, I don't check it. I'm not, and you know what? It makes me feel better too. Yeah. It's funny that they're, they're starting to shame me now. Like, that's good. I, it's crazy. You need to it's change. good, but yeah. like you know what I mean. Like I, I'm on there and I'm I'm responding or whatever, and then they're they're both like, "You're on your phone. You're always on your phone." And then they like talk shit to me, and I'm like, "Whoa, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah. eye opening." Yeah, no, it makes it. And I noticed my kids play together more. Mm-hmm. What I used to do is I used to think I had to keep them occupied. So like, okay, kids, take go off your electronics. We're gonna do something or whatever. And then you know, I'm, it was Jessica. She's like. You know, kids can be bored too. Like yeah. they have to figure it out. You know how many times? Well, there's, prob- def- there's probably a lot, um, a lot of good from allowing them to be bored and figuring out what of to course. do. I mean, that, that's like half our childhood. No, right? I mean, isn't that? It, <laughs> it was half our childhood yeah. was being bored. It, no, fucking it, bored. It, I it, figure something out. Yeah, you would, and you would do things that sometimes are so incredibly simple. But there's got to be something to that that is valuable for them to learn. Is like, you know, maybe maybe I shouldn't help them along the way and say, Hey, try this or do this. Like maybe I should just say, no, you can't do that. Let's figure it out. You could, I'm not saying you could, there's a lot of other things you can do. If you can figure it out, <laughs> figure it out, you know? And plus never underestimate the power of being able to use a tool that you're, let's say there's something that your kids are really into. That is a opportunity for you to have something that you can take away from them Yeah, that you can use as a motivator. So now that we have that, when I'm more strict about the time that they're on electronics, I can use it as a bargaining chip more. I can say things like, hey, you didn't do that. There goes a half hour off your time. Or yeah. do you want an extra half hour on your time? Let's do this or whatever. And it, 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 it's more powerful. Now, if they have free reign, I don't have that. I can't use it. You know? Oh, totally. There's no power behind it. I mean, it's a lot like dessert for me. You know, it's like it's a, same, a similar concept in terms of like looking forward to something and having it, you know, sparingly versus that's like, well, I, you know, that's, that's a given right, mm-hmm. you know, like, no, this is not a given right, uh, that you have and you won't have, you know, until you're out of this house. So. Yeah. We were on a long car ride. It was about a three hour car ride. And I told my kids going into it just to set them up. I said, okay, guys, you guys get about 45 minutes of electronic time and then that's it. Now we're going to turn it off and there's not going to be an electronics. And then we're all going to, you know, talk to each other, play games or whatever together as a family. So I let them know ahead of time. And then I let them know, all right, guys, there's 10 minutes left mm. because uh, I've noticed too, it makes a big difference when you set it up versus you go, turn it off right now. You know, I'm yeah. in the middle of something or, you know, whatever. Right. So I started doing that. Then they shut it off. And then we play like the dumbest shit. Like we played I Spy, mm-hmm. like the dumbest game in the world. <laughs> but then you start having fun in the car playing this dumb game. And then yeah. we played another game where I started out by telling a story and then it stopped the story. And then the next person would have to take over and make up more of the story. And then the next yeah. person would have to keep, and we would keep going, see how long we go, making up the story. And it got pretty funny. Dude, I started playing like Mousetrap 
Yeah, sorry. I saw, I saw you put that together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Did you buy the new, new one or is that an old one? That yeah, it's a new one, but it's, I mean, it hasn't changed yeah, in no, the same decades. Game. What are those yeah. things called? Rube Goldberg yeah. uh, machines? Yes. I always try and remember the name of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to watch those, like, I remember, like, when YouTube first came out, that was, like, all the videos I was watching. Was, I love like, that. People, like, set these elaborate, uh, you know, uh, things up and you're just like it's so amazing to watch like how people's minds like put all this together I was watching the Goonies with my kids and the, in the very beginning when Chunk comes over to visit his buddies and, uh, and he goes yeah. open the gate and they're like do the truffle shuffle and then he does it and then yeah. He's like, okay, open the gate. That whole that whole thing was a Rube Goldberg. Remember yeah. to get the gate to open? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, all these things had to sort of domino their way up there. I was surprised yeah. that my daughter knew what that was. She's yeah. like, that's a Rube Goldberg machine. I'm like, wow. She wow. knew that? You know why? School Be- must have said no, that. No, not school. She's in, She's nine years old. It's from YouTube. Oh, YouTube, they do Yeah, that. she watches the, the videos that I, I let my kids watch more of. So if they want more time, some, then I'll-, I'll Educational yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there's these science channels and stuff on YouTube that, man, my kids are absorbing yeah. so well. And they're like educating me on shit. See, the, that's where I think I would be a little more flexible on the time like that. Because there is something very powerful and awesome about the generation now that has this ability to uh, Google search anything, watch a TED Talk on anything, watch a YouTube video on something that's informative and educational. I mm-hmm. think that there's a lot of value in that. So I would never want to you know, deny my kids of that time to do that because it's just another form of education for them. And if they're, if they're wanting to grow and learn on their own, I, I would hate to do that. So I think policing certain types of activities on there and limiting them like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, gaming and modern warfare games where you're just shooting and killing each other. Okay, that's fine. Have yeah. fun doing that. But then you're limited this. You have a lot of this much time. But if you're watching Discovery Channel, National Geographic type of like informative type of educational channels and things like oh I could I well, would totally be flexible. A, t- a tool is only a tool is only worth anything in, in in regards to how it's being used. Like a hammer can be a very valuable tool, or it could be a tool that's worthless, uh, depending on how you or dangerous, right? Depending on how you use it. And the internet um, and technology is the most powerful tool that we've have yet to ever discover. It's the most powerful tool. Up until now, period, end of story. Yeah, which means it can be used in remarkable, remarkable ways, uh, both for good and uh, for bad, and for complete waste of time. And so, I, I that's the way I look at it. So you're, you're like, like you're saying, Adam, if it's something educational or whatever, then I'm, I'm much more apt to allow them to spend time on it. If it's you know bullshit stuff, then no, we're we're sticking to our four hour time, you know, per week. Along yeah. That. I just feel that I mean, for the most part, they're going to have plenty of exposure at school. Yeah, <laughs> like they they're getting plenty of electronic time. Uh, I don't think that there's just a lot of parameters yet and barriers established for how are teachers handling that right now? Do you guys? Do oh, they're all in. They, they, they utilize it. Yeah, it's utilized as part of the. They're, they're using it to teach you know kids and work together. But kids are not allowed to have their phones on. Yeah, there's firewalls and all that in terms of what they can search. But that's about it. So yeah. what do you mean? Like so? Okay, I'm a sixth grader and I come to class. Is my phone allowed to be out? No, I- not not my kid's school. Okay. Yeah, you can't have your phone. It has the phone has to be has to be on silent in your backpack. You can't take it out. If you do, then yeah. you get it taken away. 
Oh, okay. So then they're not able to. I mean, no, but they I do know have some schools that have iPads specifically for the school. Yeah, that they use and or Chromebook. Kind of yeah, Chromebook. Yeah, my kids oh, okay. have a Chromebook. Well, yeah. I would get that. I understand that. Yeah. But I mean, you they they don't allow them to pull their phones out and use their phones. No, out. but you know, kids do it. Now, they're and, sneaky. And, and they, they anyway. I would assume that they can do that during recess, right? During break times, that they allow yeah, them to do that. You do see that. My I mean, kid, my but, school, uh, the kids' school is not allowed either. Yeah. Oh, they're not allowed at recess. No. So that's what I was wondering. I'm like, what? What does that look like then? Do kids like rush out of class? Yeah, I don't think a lot of schools. Instead of going that, to, though. you know, when we were kids, as soon as that bell rung, like you were yeah. hoping you were lined up at the, so we used to do this. I don't know if they still do this today. You know, recess is about to happen. Your cool teachers, teachers that you really liked, allowed you to line up at the door like the two minutes before the bell rang. And when that bell rung, you were out the door as fast as you could get because you wanted to either get to the four square, the tether ball, or the basketball court yeah. to claim it first to be playing first mm, on it i remember that yeah that was the, i mean that was it you were i mean bomb racing you or you'd send your friend that was the fastest friend <laughs> to get to get <laughs> Go there reserve our spot right yeah, yeah get there as fast as you can so we're the first ones on the tetherball court and you know you're not waiting in line tetherball what yeah. a great game yeah dude so we all you know recently celebrated christmas but did you know there was another holiday on the 25th of december that is uh kind of the opposite of christmas <laughs> Festivus? A little bit. No. No, it's called uh, Takanakui, which means uh, to hit each other. (laughs) And this is an annual established practice of fighting fellow community members by the inhabitants of the Cumbivilcas province near Cusco in Peru. So this is in Peru. And this is a celebration where uh, people get together and they fight each other to get their grievances over. So like they're pissed off at each other and they just beat the crap out of each other. Sweet. This is men and women that do this. <laughs> and you can actually look this up. If you look up pictures of this, it's uh, Doug. I'll, I'll spell this for you so you could try so looking this up. So is there any up. like referee in this process or they just like pick a spot and they duke it out? Well, so here's how it works. So there are preliminary drinking days before the celebration. Well, of course. On the day of the celebration, <laughs> the people of the community get together have breakfast, and drink before the fighting starts. After the fight, fighters will drink more alcohol to numb the pain. And they beat the shit out of each other. Oh, there it is, right there. (laughs) And men, women, they'll have women beating the crap out of each other. Look at this. It's like a big party. Wow. It's a festival of punching. Yeah, and they'll put on like uh, uh, gardening gloves, it looks like, and pummel each other. It's actually quite funny. Little kids are getting on it. Fast forward to Doug. Let's look at some of the... Look at this. Oh, here we go. They just... Beat the crap out of each other. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. What a blast. You said, oh, <laughs> bingo. <laughs> wow. Isn't that great? That's yeah. so great. Yeah. I, and I wonder why this started. I, I want to know what the history is behind this. I'm going to try and look up the history behind this. Damn, they got young young kids going at it, everything. Uh, he's throwing some knees. It's, it's, yeah. it's to settle conflicts with an individual, friend, family member or to settle territorial conflicts that may have come up throughout the year. Oh, now that's crazy. So 2017, you go, or 2018, you look back and go, okay, who are all the people that I had some conflict with? Yeah. And we meet here. Yeah. To make sure that it's- I call you out. Well, it could be, like, imagine this. Imagine, like, we're all in in this office right now, and we're all like, no, the fucking, we need to spend this this money on this marketing. No, we got to do this marketing. And we're like, all right, fine. We can't agree- yeah. 25th. Let's just punch. Yeah, we're just going to fight each other, and yeah. then we'll see what happens. Yeah. And, uh, I'll go get my garden gloves. I'll meet you in the center ring. Yeah. You know what I think? I think 
I think these things are a good thing. People think they're bad, but it's a it's a way of controlling. It's controlled oh, violence. No, right? the, and the guy the guy who just knocked the guy out, picked him back <laughs> up, him they, up they hugs. hugged each other yeah. and smiling and laughing. So it's not like this vicious violent thing, you know. It's no, it's controlled violence because you'll find in societies like this, this was their way of of preventing yeah larger scale conflicts or you know bigger. Bigger problems. Yep, he got banged up pretty good too. Ooh, nice big cut right yeah. in his ear. I mean, his eye. Yeah, well, there you go. That's well, there you go. That's now there's, there's no more pent up resentment. You well, know? I get it all out. You know, it's funny because of the internet. This event has spread, and now is in um, uh, different provinces that are nearby. So now it's becoming like a big thing. Really? So, yeah. I mean, that was pretty big. They were in a, a, a what a bullfighting ring, and it looked like they had a whole audience yeah. of people. I mean. Know, it's great? not small. <laughs> it's, hilarious, <laughs> it's big right? enough to attract them, and they were all painted up a certain way. What was it? Was it Seattle that allows for person to person, like yeah, the con- uh, conflict, yeah. mutual like, co- mutual combat, combat? yeah, mutual combat mm-hmm. agreement. Yep, yep. Where it, the cops will actually watch the fight. You said, yeah, that. I guess if you I get love that, that, I think you have That's to have great. cops present. So yeah. you just tell the cops we're going to fight, you know, and the cops will watch. Yeah, and then they'll let you just throw down. So, I, that'd be cool to be a cop. I'd be like, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll get the popcorn. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I was going to watch the UFC later, but I'll watch yeah. instead. <laughs> I'll watch a really sloppy yeah. version of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, all right, so some good news now, because I just talked to you guys about people fighting each other. So here's some uh, good news. Got to follow that up. So this is the headline. The world's poorest people are getting richer faster than anyone else what? right now. What? Yeah. You know, we always hear a lot of this about the 1% and about the wealth disparity or whatever. Yeah. But the reality is when you look at the numbers, the world's poor have dropped so quickly, it's actually unprecedented. In fact, we've exceeded the uh, the United Nations projections by something like five years in terms of, you know, shrinking the world's, the wow. percentage of the world's poor. So here's some numbers for you. Ready for this? In 18, and this is all adjusted for inflation. In 1820... 94% of the world's population lived in extreme poverty. In 1990, 34% of the world's population lived in extreme poverty. In 2015, 9.6%. Whoa. That is a very, very a fast drop. Th- yes. And this article, it says, if it takes you five minutes to read this, another 480 people will have escaped the shackles of extreme poverty. And, and they're... they're the reason why this is is because of the liberal, liberalization of markets worldwide. Mm. The industrial revolution, excuse me, kicked it all off, mm-hmm. and you're having you, you know, especially starting in 1990 or with the with the fall of the you know Berlin Wall and the fall of the Iron Curtain with the you know Soviet Union kind of falling apart or whatever. You have markets liberalizing and becoming more and more free, which of course creates now, more was prosperity. Mobile phone a big contributor to that. Oh, that's all part of yeah. it. See. People like to point to inventions yeah. and say, oh, that's why. And but the internet, th- yeah. But those things exist because uh, markets are more free. Those right. things were invented and, and were allowed to exist because markets are more free. And so we've had just this huge reduction in, in the world's poor, which I think is pretty freaking yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I think that's very, very good news. Yeah, I think that that just doesn't get highlighted ever. You, know, there, you never get that. I thought I heard someone talking about a news channel that does all positive news. Is there such a thing? Isn't there? A, isn't there a thing on that? Probably nobody watches it. I know. Well, that's why we don't know the name of it. That's too uplifting. I, I thought we talked about this before, and somebody there's a website. Somebody. Oh, there is. Yeah. Uh, progress. Humanprogress.org. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was. That's what I heard because I was like, man, it's really unfortunate that you can't 
find a channel that gives you like all the positive things that's happening in the United States versus, you know, oh, there was a rape over here. There was a riot over here. There was a murder over here. And it's like, that's, oh, here it is. Good News Network. That's not it, is it, Doug? No, he just looked it up. No, it's humanprogress.org is the one I'm talking about. You know, and someone in our forum brought this up uh, a while ago, and I thought this was really, really smart um, advice. They said, you know, instead of watching the news and freaking out, turn it off and just look around you. And many times you'll be like, oh, yeah, I don't see a lot of the crazy shit that you see in the news in front of me. They only highlight the extremes. Like, that's what is eye-catching, and that's what's going to get ratings. And so it's, it's only logical that they would gravitate towards people with really extreme points of view. The other thing to consider too is that uh, politically speaking, the, the, the left and the right now are using social media in, in quite effective ways. And so one way that they'll use the media is, let's say you're on the right and you want to demonize the left. What you may do is you may find a tweet from an extreme you know, liberal, someone who doesn't represent the, really the left, but someone who's, who, who says they are on the left and they're crazy, they'll take that tweet and they'll post it and it'll get shared because it sounds so crazy. It's like somebody saying, you know, like that one article I read you where, where people say that Santa Claus or Father Nick needs to now be person Nick, right? Or something like yeah. that. Like not a lot of people really think that, but they'll take that and they'll use that in a way to make people think, oh, the left is crazy. Well, all or you the need- left will yeah, do the same I, thing. And I wonder, I seriously wonder how many people are just trolling to see how many people will subscribe to an idea. That's right. You know, like, I guess, was it 4chan and Reddit? And so there's a lot of people that actually, it's been sort of like an underground joke to start certain hashtags, certain movements to see what idiots will fall, you know, follow suit and, and carry it on and, and really activate it. Did you guys see that, that there was a thing that was trending a, a couple of weeks ago on uh, YouTube was, this kid came on and totally trolled a CNN reporter and he was like, I forget his handle name, but it was something smoke guy and he's into the the vapor smoke thing. Hmm. And they they interviewed him and he was just talking he was trolling the CNN lady. I mean, she was she was trying to do this interview on, you know, cuz this guy's out claiming the benefits of of the the vapor and you could tell, I could tell at least, that he was just fucking with her. Mm. And she's having this real, try to have this real interview. And it's it's a it's a thing that everyone's doing now. It's like, can you get these people to share this stuff or to spread, Good, I love it. spread news that's bullshit that's just, bullshit. To, just yeah. to fuck with them? Good. Mm-hmm. And so it is, a, it is a big movement that's been happening because things spread so easily. Because I think, get- about it, think about it too. If I, This is totally my personality as a teenage yeah. boy. Like if, if the, a tool <laughs> yeah. like this came out, I know my friends and I would be like, "Let's see what we could come up with, exactly. and see how many idiots share it and make it make it a real thing." Like, oh my god, look at this! People actually believe this, right? So I, I no, there was one on Reddit that was created. I can't remember the name of it, but it, they had it was like a two silhouettes. One was like of a grown man, and one was of a child. Mm-hmm. And it was like the man, the, the, the adult reaching out to the child, and it's like love knows no age. And people were sharing it, saying, "Look, they're trying to." Make pedophilia, you know, like a normal thing. And it was created on Reddit to see if people would actually, it's not a real thing. There is no real organization like this or whatever, or like the one they were depicting, but people were sharing it Mm -hmm. and saying, oh my God, look what they're trying to do. And they're like, you fell for it. Yeah. You know, it's bullshit. It's interesting. And it, yeah, it's, it's interesting to watch because you see like legit journalists really 
scrambling. You see this sort of need for people to really vet sources and, and get back to like real journalism of like, okay, well, who like they can verify like the, the, the true origin and the source of, of a lot of this like information. It's like, we need to get back to that. Like yeah. it's gotten way out of hand. But they're, they're the, the political right and left are using this media, new media to fuck with each other. You know, yeah. they'll take a tweet from some idiot on the right or the left that doesn't really represent the majority and they'll highlight it. It'll get shared because it's crazy. And then it'll benefit them because like the left will take a racist tweet, for example, uh, that most people, the vast majority of just Americans period would disagree with, but they'll say, Oh, this is from a conservative individual and they'll paint them in that way to make, to demonize that side Mm -hmm. and they'll do and the right will do it on the left. And so what I've started to do is I've started to take a step back and be like, Wait, are really are a lot of people really saying this, or is it just a few people that are crazy? Because there's always a few people that are insane yep. and s- stupid. That's always been that way. But is it, are, are they are is it really indicative of a, a problem, or is it really just a small amount of people and we're freaking out over nothing? And right. there's really nothing that's going on. Right. And yeah, we're, we're just feeding into it. And we're if just, everybody stops feeding into it, it wouldn't be as big a problem. Yeah, like I said, like how many people are re- how many people really think Santa Claus needs to be, yeah. you know, that, that's like, fucking absurd. genderless. Like, like, like most people don't give a shit. Like get out of here with that shit. Yeah, and how many people really had a problem? Seriously, how many people really had a problem with that song? Baby, no, it's cold outside. Nobody. Were there really a, was there really a lot of people that wanted to ban that song, no. or was it just some some weird agenda somewhere? Yeah, that somebody it was, created. Was it some just bored people looking to get offended at almost anything who really don't represent? A, 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 they barely represent a tiny fraction of uh, of people that we then blew up and made a big deal about, right? right? And said, "Oh yeah. my gosh, look what they want to do. They want to ban this classic song." Does anybody really want to do that? Probably not, you know? So. I bet what you're hoping is real, Adam, though, is the uh, Koopa Troopa X from the, Nike. Oh, uh, that's that? Have you Mar- seen those? Marshmallow-looking shoe? Dude, it's got wings and everything. It's like... Stupid. That is not real. <laughs> that can't be real. I, I was like, that. there's no way. That. Like marshmallow soles yeah. and stuff. Like, I know, like, they get really loud with their fashion and whatever these days, but... That was like, I was like, this can't be real. Well, the new ones that are big right now that I am in, I am interested in is the auto lacing ones. They're cool. Those are out. Oh, that's Why does right. it just take too long to lace up your shoes? No, I mean, I don't even lace <laughs> my shoes. It's real chore. But I still think it's cool. I think it would be very cool if so I could. So has it worked? You push a button. I don't have a pair, so I don't know exactly how Dude, it works. But I I'll tell you, because I was at CES and they had like an example of it. And it on the bottom of the shoe, so it has like this, uh, this sort of uh, um, machine that will it like winds the the shoelaces so basically you hit a button on the on the uh, tongue of the shoe and it goes like and it like just sinks up like a wire that it's basically a wire that goes through your shoelaces and then it just pulls them to the bottom of the shoe which i, I had the, what if it's broken we had the, yeah. we had that we, <laughs> oh my god it goes through your skin no they're pretty they're pretty smart like we had the i had the manual version of that for my wakeboard and snowboard boots and it's a oh, yeah. you 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 had a wind and you just you know you slide in the boot and then you just you crank down the thing and it and it sucks all the and it has a wire that runs through the laces and that's what it does it just it just sucks the laces cinches everything up yeah so now they've just auto uh, made it automatic right mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, they look cool, cool though I mean, it does look cool yeah, and it, I'm sure eventually if they don't have it yet they'll become an app because I would love that I would love to have my shoes unlaced and then just hit my app and go 
lace up. Yeah. You know, because they're because yeah, as a guy who wears unlaced shoes a lot, a lot of most of my shoes are unlaced because I like them for comfort to slide yeah, you in. You need out. a second to lace up to to go shoot some hoops. But, well, no, yeah. like this weekend, okay, classic example. Katrina's family extremely competitive with ping pong, so am I. <laughs> So, you know, I've got my unlaced shoes and- Do you do standard grip or playing, you do uh, yeah, no, I do a chopstick? Yeah, kind of I, do a, I do a standard hand, uh, uh, handle, and uh, I, but I, my shoes are unlaced and, you know, I'm losing a little bit of traction cutting left and right there. So and I wish I had my little laces. I could go- Yeah, because fuck, you could have, you know, I mean, you know what you could have done? You could have just- Tied your shoelaces. You could have bent over and tied your shoelaces. What am I going to do? I don't know what to do here. I went, they need to invent an automatic shoelace. <laughs> Doug, what was that article you wanted to share earlier about the dollar store? Uh, the Dollar General. Oh, yeah. What's going yeah, do- on there? Dollar General apparently sells more food than Whole Foods. And they have more locations than, uh, I believe it's Walmart and McDonald's combined. Wow. They I, sell so more food, food at the dollar store. What are you buying uh, at the dollar yeah, store? What? So that was Mercola's uh, article that he, Correct. that he just released Christmas. And the, the scary part that you're, what he's basically uh, alluding to is that, I mean, it's the, what makes it so cheap and affordable is that it's canned, processed, shit food and, super processed yeah. and it's it's beginning to feed more and more americans than uh you know a, a comparable product like whole foods which would be more ideal you know what irritates the shit out of me too you go to, is that a lot of these people own iphones and computers and they, there's no there's there's yeah. no value being placed on the quality of your food it's just food mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but they'll spend money on like nice shoes or or you know technology that's kind of frustrating. Yeah, they're they're everywhere, and they actually they target, um, especially like the Dollar General. I, one of my good friends, his family was lobbying against them because they had property in a store that basically ended up shutting it down, and they lost. Uh, but what they do is they go in and they they instead of going into a competitive place where Walmart would be up, and the way Walmart does, I mean they they look at area income population and that's what dictates if a walmart comes into your town like walmart doesn't go into like my small town that i grew up in too small of a town not enough people to Mm -hmm. to suck up all the cash but these places actually look for more rural type towns that has like one hardware store Mm -hmm. you know one little uh, grocery store market that's not even like a big one like safeway and they go in there and they become the Hardware store, grocery yeah, store, just undercut everything. Yeah, they're like a mini, co- like a small, ver- smaller, shittier version of like a Costco, and they basically put all the small businesses wow. out of business and provide a service like you said, solid. It's cheaper, it's better, you know. And you could argue that it's better for the economy, but you could also say that it fucks up uh, a little ecosystem that's been created potentially for fifty. It's a disruptor. Yeah, fifty yeah. plus years. This is a fam- the family hardware store that's been passed down for two or three generations. All market disruptors are are answers that the market desperately wants but hasn't had a solution for. So then somebody comes up with a solution, and some of the ways that these stores are able to make a profit is the way that they distribute, the way that they you know. <laughs> They're able to purchase things at such a low price that they can sell them for a lot lower, um, which is better for the consumer. But they've solved problems that a lot of these other stores couldn't figure out, and that's what makes them disruptors. Anytime something gets advanced, like when the it's like when the car got invented. You know, it was a big disruptor to people who sold wagons and and horses and stuff. It's just it it completely disrupts a market. Um, Uber Uber is doing that to taxis. You know, we're, right. we're seeing that all over the place, and dollar stores are, are, are part of that. But I think it's crazy that they sell more food 
than Whole Foods. That's crazy. That is crazy. I, but I mean, what are they counting? That. Like chips and shit. I mean, that's all food. That's, I guess. Well, that's what they're doing. Yeah, they, they, canned again, foods and chips. Yeah. The example that I'm I'm using for you guys. So this place, uh, there literally was one hardware store there, and there wasn't even a grocery store. There was a, a mini market that was like a gas station, and with it like a, like if you go to like a. Um, like a really nice chef, yeah, AMPM or Chevron, where it's like about that size, where you can get chips, beef jerky, milk, your eggs, your basic amenities there. They and it had a little deli in there too. You know, it, 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 this town had that. The next like where Safeway or Lucky's or a big grocery store was forty five minutes plus away. So they the Dollar General comes in there and then now supplies as much if not more food for less. And supplies hardware and you know orchard supply type of stuff you know like so yeah they're just kind of a one stop shop for food and tools and things like that and they're just mopping up and they and because they're a big franchise like you said they have leverage to buy this stuff by the crate distributed amongst all their multiple stores and you, you just it's it's a uh, game over you can't compete with that you no, just absolutely you know they can't. they really started to take off was after the crash of two thousand eight. When that when the Great Recession hit, then those dollar stores yeah. actually did very yeah. well. Well, Walmart had a had a, like a record breaking year that year. Mm. I remember uh, reading an article back then when after everything was in recession and everybody was every business was hurting. Walmart was actually mm-hmm. uh, having one of its best years ever, and that's because exactly it provides a a lot of things for a lot less, and people now were shopping there, and where you were probably cool. buying higher end products before. This quaz brought to you by Organifi. For those days you fall short on getting your organic veggies or whole food nutrition, Organifi fills the gap with laboratory tested certified organic superfoods to help give your health and performance the added edge. Try Organifi totally risk free for 60 days by going to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and use the coupon code MINDPUMP for 20% off at checkout. Our first question is from Emily Ann Mady. It's said that exercising stresses the body, but I've also heard that it can be a stress reducer and aid in addressing issues like depression. How can you ensure you get that workout high at the gym? Wow, this is really similar to the question Ooh, we had. The, the right day. dose of stress. It's, it's, it's got to be appropriate. Well, it just has to be appropriate stress. We're, we're getting stress relief and workout high are completely two different mm-hmm. uh, examples of what a workout can do in my opinion like when you are working out to relieve stress uh, I like to use like the term that I know um, Paul check coin which is the the working in and your workout is dictated by how you feel and it's way more recuperative so it looks more mobility driven it looks uh, more with getting blood flow and flexibility and you're not pushing to strain yourself. And then when you look at like in an endorphin rush or a workout high, I think of more of a high intensity, you know, breaking a sweat, massive pump mm-hmm. type of feeling. Which, Super endurance a thon. Yeah. And so both of those can have their benefits, right? I think there's definitely benefits to stressing the body to a limit that uh, causes the endorphin release like that and creates uh, an adaptation because you're you're pushing your limits, but then there's also something to be said about workouts that are nothing like that and that are completely completely geared around working in and recuperative and healing 
and feeling better inside out. And they, they're not the same. They're completely different. And I think the, the mentality that you approach the workout should, should not look anything like each other. Yeah. When there's a couple things that happen when you work out, first off, there's, there's definitely a stress relief that happens in a workout if you're present in the workout. And this can happen with any workout. And, and sometimes it's easier to be present with the really hard workouts because you're, you have no choice but to be present. Yeah, you you have to be focused. Yeah, you can't bench press 400 pounds and not be thinking yeah, about like, the like, weight. You know, if you're if you're doing 20 reps of squats and you're doing a hit workout and you're just you're really breathing hard and working hard, then you're in the moment. And being in the moment is always stress relieving, at least acutely or or in that particular moment. Because if you think about stress, very it's very rare that the stress that you're feeling is a result of something that's happening right this second. You know what I'm saying? It's usually something you're thinking about. Like, oh my gosh, it's either the future or it's the past, something that happened. And those are the things that stress us out. But in this moment, I'm working out hard. And if I can forget about all those stresses, that gives gives me a little bit of a break. And that's a stress uh, reliever. The other side of the stress relief uh, effects of exercise come from the adaptation that the exercise creates, not the workout itself. Because the workout itself is a stressor in the sense that it, it you know, causes some damage to the body, uh, you know, tears muscle down a little bit, causes you to get sore. That stress tells the body, hey, we need to get more resilient so that next time the same insult will no longer won't create the same amount of, of damage. And so your body adapts and actually becomes stronger. That strength that and I don't mean just stronger in terms of like lifting more weights. I mean stronger in all all aspects, right? Uh, more endurance, more strength, uh, you know, the ability to uh, withstand uh, more of this physical type of stress. That makes your body more res- more resilient to everyday stress as well. I mean, if you were to take if we were to take a version of you, that was, you know, 30% stronger physically, uh, healthy from a good diet, uh, healthy from an immune system perspective, and compare that to a version of you that was weaker, not as healthy, less sleep, and put you both through difficult times, the, the stronger, fitter version of you is more likely to, to be able to handle the difficult times. The person who goes into those difficult times with a poor diet, not active, not good sleep, it's the stress is going to, it's going to, you're not as resilient. It might break you down. Mm. And so that's what you want to consider. But the stress needs to be appropriate. You know, um, I use the example of, of getting a suntan. I've used this example a million times, but I like using it because I think it makes a lot of sense. If, if you never, if you're never out in the sun um, and you're very, very pale, it doesn't require, you don't need a lot of sunlight to, to cause your body to want to get a tan. Just a little bit of sunlight is enough stress to get your body to want to tan. Now, on the flip side, if you're very tan, going out in the sun for two minutes isn't going to cause any change. So the stress has to be appropriate. It has to be appropriate to your fitness level. It has to be appropriate to your body's capability to adapt, which includes your entire life. So if you're in a very, very stressful situation in life, let's say you're going through a a death in the family or a divorce or you lost your job, uh, you know some of the most stressful things that can happen, you probably don't want to go to the gym and constantly and consistently beat the crap out of yourself. You might want to spend a lot of time in the gym, being in the moment, being recuperative, taking care of yourself, 
just so you can handle this 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 crazy stress. Yeah, you just have to listen to your body and and figure out what the right dose is what for that particular day because it changes all the time based off of all those factors. Uh, environmental factors, you know, what's happening with your family, uh, you know, relationships, all these things are going to affect you going into that next day of now, what do I do in terms of movement? The thing is, is we're wired to move. And when you don't express movement, that to me, even just sitting too long, it creates more anxiety than not. And that's something that is, I mean, it's almost the, the irony of it being, if I'm trying to avoid stress, uh, I actually get more stressed. And uh, for there is a right dose that we, if you're to listen to your body and to actually like express yourself in a therapeutic way and understand how to do that, which I think it takes practice, uh, especially for a lot of people that uh, their, their go-to is to go hard and to, you know, really like treat the workout like it's, I'm going to, I'm going to tackle, I'm going to, I'm going to conquer this workout versus like, what, what does that workout consist of? What does it look like? How can I alter it uh, to really benefit me the best for that particular day? Because it changes all the time. What a great point. You know, if you're somebody who's really stressed out because you're super physical all the time, then it may be a good idea to relax by doing nothing. But if you're like most of us and you're, sitting down at a desk um, and you're on your computer and you're working and you're feeling very, very stressed out, it might be a good idea to move. Yeah. That's it. I'm like that. Like I, I know when we do long road Big trips time. or when we get in the plane and we do these long, these trips, like I need to, I need to get up and move. Like if I don't move, I'm going to drive myself crazy. I have more anxiety from sitting still. So, so for, to relax, to go somewhere else and lay down again, it just wouldn't work for you. I, I'd have to, I'd have to move uh, to, to feel that relaxation from, you know, that I'm looking for. Next question is from Kyle Grangs. What is the best way to get a girlfriend to start resistance training? Oh, that's easy. Tell her she's fat. <laughs> it works every time. <laughs> like a charm. Yeah, you tell your girlfriend, hey, look, you're getting yeah. fat. That's hey, a quick girl. way to get a new one, too. Yeah. No, oh, no, no, I'm no. liking those new uh, love handles you got there. Oh, no, wow. Yeah. Work. Dude, yeah. Just, All great advice there. Yeah, just, yeah. I'll tell you what. In my experience, most people want to spend quality time with their significant other. And this is especially true for, for, for women uh, where, you know, they just want, they want to spend good quality time with you. My advice, take her to the gym and work out with her, but actually work out with her. So this may not be your workout. Like you may not, you may not want to sacrifice your workout because you're going to have to, if she's new, especially you're going to have to help her out with the workout, but take her to the gym and make it a good experience where you're, working out together, you're laughing, you're having a great time. And so she may view this as time together. And then that may help her, I guess, develop a good relationship uh, with exercise. That would be my first, I guess, my, my instinct would be go there first. I, I also think too that um, you have to really evaluate where this falls on your non-negotiable list. And if you've never done this before, I think it's I think it's important for everybody who's in a, in a relationship or thinking about being in a relationship and possibly committing to a long term relationship. Is what are like the five things that are just non negotiable for you to for a partner? Things that you're extremely passionate about that you want to share similar values uh, with your partner. And for me, and this took me years of dating before. I recognize that this one was much higher than others. And being completely honest and transparent, when I was younger, much of those va my values, the value system was based around looks. I wanted this girl to look a certain way, and I that was so important to me. 
and I chased that for a really long time. And as I got older, I started to realize that, you know, looks fade no matter how hot of a girl that you're dating, uh, that that newness feeling, uh, that novelty wears off. The new after, car smell. Yeah, the new way. car smell goes away <laughs> after about six months. So you get a pine freshener. And then you're then you're stuck. Then you, then you're stuck with this this car. You know that you know, hopefully you love it and and it does all the things that you want it to do here. And a lot of times you find out that this relationship was built off of lust and and physical attraction only. And there's a lot of things that you like to do that you guys may not have in common. So for me it became very, very important as I got into my late 20s and early 30s that anybody that I were to date, one of the number one priorities had to be that they cared about their health and fitness as much as I did because I knew that I was human too and I fall in my slumps where I'm not motivated to go to the gym a lot and I want to eat off off the radar a tiny bit and I like to have a partner that cares about it as much as I do. So we kind of balance each other out when the, those moments come around. There's lots of times where Katrina and I, where one of us is just in a slump, you know, maybe just got injured or dealing with a family loss or our mind is not on our health and fitness. And so we're wanting to be lazy, eat bad, but then the other partner's not there. And so, and we tend, that one tends to pick that one up. And the other one always ends up thanking that one later on because Hey, hon, you know, I know I said I wanted this. I'm, I'm so glad that you convinced me not to eat that and you convinced me to go to the gym because I feel so much better about myself and I love you for that and I appreciate that. I really, really value that in a relationship. And I've been in relationships before where I'm trying to get my girlfriend into it and get her as excited about being healthy and exercise as I am. And I was really good at it. I like to think I'm a good closer. So I could convince any girl that I dated to lift and to get into exercise, but it never stayed there. And she never influenced me. And what I realized later on is I want a partner that cares about it as much as I do because I want her to be able to influence me when I have those moments of being down. So I would challenge you also to reflect on how important resistance training and health and fitness is to you. And if it's in one of those non-negotiables, then you have to really ask mm. yourself, is this the partner for me too? You mean, is it, is it how important is it for for them to be with someone that it's important for them. Right. Like, yeah. is like, cause, because you can be into if you're, it. If you're trying to convince somebody to do something, even if you're successful at convincing to do that, your, your only hope then is what, that she catches the bug. And, and uh, have sure. you guys dated girls that weren't into fitness? And then yeah. did you ever, well, so I might, where are they at now? Like I, I look at those girls now yeah, that they dropped them. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and none of them are, are still into fitness. If they if, if you were a girl and you dated me and you weren't into lifting weights and I got you into lifting weights, you lifted weights while we dated. And then when we went our separate ways, you stopped. You stopped. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I say, I mean, my my when I was married, my ex wasn't into working out at all. I was into work. And, now we, for and me, we know where that went. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, done. Yeah, <laughs> That's my first divorce that, joke. That was the whole reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's important for me that I can work out. It's important for me that my partner also consider health to be important. Um, yeah. Now that I'm with somebody that really likes to work out, like Jessica loves to lift weights. She loves to eat healthy. She probably is even more into it than I am from a holistic perspective. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Well, and I, tell I, me now that you have that and you've experienced, you've been on both sides now, you know, being married to someone that wasn't and then now having that. Tell me that that's not a non negotiable. Like, let's say Jessica, no, heaven forbid you and Jessica work out, but let's say you Jessica move on. Would that now become 
uh, something that you want that in a woman. Yeah, it, because it's such a big part of who I am in my life. It would be very difficult to to be with someone that didn't um, didn't value those things. It would be it would be hard. I think. Yeah. You know, so and it, it's so fun. Like one of my favorite things to do is to wake up early in the morning and work out with my girl, and we have these great workouts, and then we. When we talk about nutrition, we talk about things that we're excited about. And hey, I feel like uh, you know I'm kind of in the mood to go low carb and and maybe get get see if I can get into ketosis. And she's like, Oh my gosh, me too. Let's do it. Or you know, hey, you want to you want to try adding some more bone broth to our diet? And yeah, let's do that. Sounds great. And we we have these conversations. Um, like like she just started making uh, bone marrow, which is a very healthy um, source of uh, healthy fats and, and and minerals and stuff like that. And you know, if I was dating someone that didn't care about nutrition, you know, they would really mainly be interested in making things that tasted well. Right, right. That it wasn't about you know. And stuff that's that I, like, I've dated girls that are like that that are amazing in the kitchen. Where Katrina, but it's all about taste. Right, it's all about taste. Where Katrina's drive is to find things that are healthy and find a way to make them taste yeah. good. And I value the shit out of yeah. that. And that's something I just wouldn't have valued when I was younger and I hadn't experienced that. Once you experience that, if it's one of your 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 non-negotiables that you value it that much, because I could be answering this question for somebody who doesn't really give two shits about resistance training, they just want to know if they can get their girl into it, whatever. But yeah, like maybe they, maybe he doesn't work out at all. Yeah, maybe right. he's just like I want my girl to lift. Right, right. <laughs> so I just want her hotter, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, if it's something that you really value, I think. I don't know. There's there certain things that we don't think about, I think, that often when we first get into a relationship. I that- think you're right, dude. I think you're right because if you think about it in modern life, being fit and healthy is uh, a, it's a way of life. Yeah. It's not like, a, a oh, I collect stamps. You know what I mean? Like if I, if I, if I have a yeah, hobby. Yeah, it's not a hobby. No, it's not because it's all the time. Like it's what I eat. It's how I sleep. It's um, how active I am. It's, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's like a religion. It'd be like, it's almost like if you're super, super religious, would you be able to date and marry someone that was atheist. not at all or atheist? Yeah. It's so like diametrically opposed to you, right? Right. It'd be very difficult because fitness and health is a lifestyle. So I, I think- Well, there's going to be I mean, many, your point. many, many times in our relationship where we're driving home and we're tired, you know, and I, I real quick, I want to pull in somewhere fast and eat, and make a bad choice. And because she cares about it, she helps about, no, 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 hon, wait till we get home. I'll make you something. I'll make you something that's better. And I love that I have that, that I have a part of the other, but, and I've been in other relationships, that same conversation has come up and she real quick to pull in the fast food restaurant real quick with me. And I'm real quick to give into that because at that moment of weakness for me, I'm like, whatever, fuck it. Mm-hmm. But having a partner that cares about that, it really allows me to, to live something that I value a lot, which is that healthy, healthy balance. And I do believe in, and we're both her and I too are the same way where if we both feel like, Hey, we've been on our workouts, we've been dieting clean. We also have that balance too. We're like, Hey, let's go enjoy ourselves tonight. Let's go have some wine. Let's have a nice dinner. Let's, let's spoil ourselves. And, and then, and it feels great. We can enjoy it. And then when the next day we're in the gym working out, I feel like you enjoy it even more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I highly suggest you get to a point where no topic is uncomfortable to talk talk about with your significant other, you know, to where it's like, I could say like, yeah, you you know, you've gained some weight or like, like I could be like honest with you. Like, well, let's, let's look at that. What have we been been eating? You know, what, what, how much movement have we been doing together? How much have you been doing? Like in excess to that, how much, you know, have you got into weight training? Like all these things, like, just have an open, honest conversation about it. And if, if you can't do that with somebody, that's a problem. Bro, you got to have a really 
first of all, you have to feel very, very secure with each other. Yeah. Like you got to know that. Well, it takes work to get to that point, but I'm. You got to know. Why I'm bringing that up is like that should be like a goal. Like why? You're right. Why? Why make it all weird and uncomfortable? Like like I can be like, you got a little bit fat. Let's just let's just be real. Coming from the old married guy, right? Hey, man. Like, she we, calls. She tells me. Yeah. You know, like it's fuck it. You're right. Yeah. Like I'll own it. Yeah. yeah. No, you 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 got to be very secure with each other, knowing that you're you're no one's going anybody anywhere. So we're very secure. Then you have to have a healthy ego. But I think and I think you're right. That's the place to get to because when you can talk to each other super openly, I mean that's when you have great. Oh, communication. And, the, and the best thing with this, I got a question on my. Q and A that I do on my Instagram about getting your 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 dad or your parents like into resistance training and exercise. Like, how do you do that? At the end of the day, like the best thing that we can do is put the energy that you would put trying to convince them to exercise. Put that energy into yourself even yeah. more, and, and, and being a even and greater, model it. Yes, and being a greater example, be even more of an example. That same energy that you're fighting with them and telling them that they need to do this for their health and all this shit like that that they probably don't give a fuck about right now. Take that same energy, pour it back into yourself at being a better example, and and let that be the light for them. And if they if they don't if they don't end up jumping on board, they probably never would have jumped. And on Then board. you end up attracting somebody better. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. All right. Next question is from Art of April. Can gut issues make it difficult to lose weight? Yeah. Can, Fuck. Can, can you, is it easy to lose weight when your health is poor? Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. It can make it almost impossible. Now, I want to rephrase this, this sentence. Can it make it difficult to lose body fat? Yes. Hmm. Will you lose weight with gut issues? Yeah, you'll lose muscle and all kinds of, you know. And, and yeah, because you're not getting enough calories. You're not getting enough nutrition. But, you know, when, you're, when your gut is inflamed, when you're reacting to food as if it's a, a virus or a foreign invader, because that's what happens when your gut's inflamed, you start to your body starts to look at food as a foreign invader. You're in this uh, this fight or flight kind of response. Cortisol's chronically elevated. Other hormones are out of balance. Uh, your body isn't thinking about burning body fat. It actually may want to store body fat because body fat is one of your body's insurance policies. Okay. A body with more fat on it is more likely to be able to survive a, a famine or a very stressful situation than one with very, very little body fat for obvious reasons. It's, it's stored energy. And so if your body thinks that you're just under this kind of low to moderate level of, of, of stress because you have gut issues and every time you eat, there's infl- you know, an inflammatory response, yeah, good luck burning body fat and, and good luck building muscle. I can take. I can speak personally. I, I know for myself, and this is just, you know, it, it, I, I look at it as a blessing because it really is part of the reason why I'm so in touch with um, how my body reacts to things, and it's part of what created my voice uh, on the show. But I'll tell you what: when my gut is off, I, I am not the same athlete at all. I am not strong. I don't build as much muscle. I don't feel as good. I'm not able to communicate as effectively on the show because I don't feel as, as clear. When my gut is healthy, my strength goes up. Uh, I feel better. I recover better. I burn more body fat. I just look leaner. I look more... If you look at me in my face, I don't look as gaunt. You win more games of horse. I win more games of horse. Yeah. Uh, still undefeated. Uh, world champion. <laughs> Your poops don't t- stink as bad. Yeah. They don't They don't stink as bad, Justin. Uh, um, is, that, uh, is that a jab? Huh? Just <laughs> called your name out there. 
Uh, but no, for, uh, all joking aside, when you're in any poor state of health, and this is something that I try to communicate to to the extreme athletes out there. It's like, you know, I understand pushing your body to the extreme levels that you can push it to to, to compete in in a in a high level event. But at the end of the day, most of your life you're going to live in a you want to live in a state of optimal health because a state of optimal health means you're going to be relatively lean and have a decent amount of muscle and strength and it's going to be that way easier than if your health was poor. When you're, if your health is off and poor, makes all those things more difficult. Makes it much more difficult to to get your body to adapt to anything. That's right. Have a healthy gut, have a healthy butt. Healthy gut, healthy butt. <laughs> That's uh, is that part two of Doctor Ruscio's book? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Healthy gut, healthy you, and then part it's two intertwined. Is, actually, that's a great, great book. I'll plug his book real quick. Um, a lot of our listeners have read his book, and it's helped them quite a bit. Yeah, no, it's healthy no. gut, healthy you, Doctor Michael Ruscio. So if you have gut issues, he kind of goes down and teaches you how you can address them your own. You've issues. done a lot of good videos on YouTube too. So if you yeah. literally go to Mind Pump TV and just search Mind Pump Gut Health and you'll see a bunch of videos that you've done with Ruscio and Dr. Cabral. Like I mean, there's some good info that yeah, we It should always there. be step one is to heal, you know, to to get yourself in optimal health and then everything else performance wise and things in the gym will really take off. Well it's part of one of your systems, right? And I just yeah. think that that's it goes back to what we talked about the other day of of you know, the entire body works together. And, you know, if, if one of the systems is getting beat up or it's under attack and it's inflamed, uh, 100% it's going to affect the, the other systems of the body. And if your goal is to lose body fat, your body doesn't always agree with your mental goal. You know, your body wants to survive and it will do whatever it takes to do that. And if it's under attack, it's not going to operate the way you want it to operate all the time. So take care of it, heal it first, and then the, then the results come. Next question is from Rabri. If you were to only be able to use one gimmicky as seen on TV fitness equipment or program, which would you choose and why? Oh, man. You, could, you Google, no could you Google, Doug, top 10 as seen on TV fitness yeah, because we could go down the list. The only ones that come to mind are Shake Weight and the Thighmaster. I, I can't. Oh, yeah, Thighmaster. There's, um, what, what was that one horse uh, like that was, seat? That was Gazelle. An, yeah. That was an as seen on TV? Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, Gazelle, Tony Little. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like you're. Looks oh, like you're, the Gazelle. No, I'm thinking of the the uh, the one from Japan that was like a horse seat that was like, it was basically like a saddle that would just move oh, up and down. And I you, haven't seen that. Are these, oh, are, it was fantastic. Are those, yeah, go to As Seen on TV because those are other things that are popping up, right? I, I would do the Total Gym. Yeah, Total. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep, Total Gym. Would, but it, I'd do the Bowflex probably because, yeah, you know. Like I've they, used the Bowflex before. It's not bad. It's got a decent resistance. I'm telling you the Ch Chuck Norris one. The yeah. the total gym yeah that's what you just said Bowflex yeah. is better it's not on is Bowflex on there for a, a bit. whoa 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 hold on go up real is, quick what is that what look at the... this I'm so mad I didn't come up Do with it yourself stem on your butt I am Six. so mad I didn't come up with this Hip so oh wow so let me just let me just tell the audience real quick this is like the ab one for your yes butt. dude so stim electronic <laughs> stim machines so hot again electronic stim machines have been around for a long time these are these are devices you attach you you stick them on your skin. They shoot an electrical pulse, and it makes your muscle involuntarily contract. And they've been around for like 50, 60 years. Yeah. Bruce Lee used to use them on his body in between his workouts because he thought it would improve his, his athletic performance. They're, they're old. They have very, very little application for muscle size, strength, fat loss, or for uh, recovery or performance. Very little. Like The only application you may have with these stim machines is 
in a situation of rehab where you're you're immobilized, yeah. you literally can't move, and so you're it's, reestablishing a neuromuscular connection. Yeah, and it's better than nothing. Yeah. That's about it. But That's if about you, it. yeah, but otherwise it ain't going to do anything for you. So, and they've all they've every year they remarket one for your abs where it's a belt. You put it on around your abs and it flexes your abs and do a thousand sit-ups while you're watching TV or yeah, whatever. They do the spray on sweat to make it look hard. Yeah, and it's just the belt you put on, the electrodes touch your abs, you turn it on, it makes your abs flex and you do your job or whatever and, and you're supposed to get a six-pack. doesn't work. Yeah. But every year they come out. It's been, they've been selling it since 20 years ago when I was a kid reading bodybuilding magazines. Now they have one for the butt. Mm. And all they've done is repurpose this bullshit technology to these like look like wings that you st- and of course the ad itself is yeah. appealing because it's a butt. Well, yeah, it's no, it's a, a sexy. It's a great butt. Yeah, sexy picture. Yeah. And 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 it's and I never seen it marketed this way. Damn it! Of course. Why didn't they? Of course. That? God, whoever did this is they're going to sell. That is brilliant. They're going to sell tons of these things. You yeah. know what so I'm saying? weird. I want to buy it for some weird reason right now. You just want to see Katrina walking around with her butt I, out yeah, flexing. It could be that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to put this up. I'm going to go with the total gym, dude. That's that's my as, everything that we just scrolled through and saw. I'm going to go with the total gym as my go well, to, my go to here. I think I mentioned the Tower 200 body by Jake. <laughs> That one's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it. You hang it up over one of your doors, and it has like these nylon cords that act like it's almost like a, a free motion, but with like nylon uh, stretchy cords. This one's for Justin. Uh. The ab hanser. <laughs> yes, it looks like a, I need that. Looks like a grill you wear over your stomach, and yeah, it presses in. Some. It's almost like uh, you put the the cookies like in a certain mold. Look at the fan. You put a mold of of a six pack on you. Uh, a fan for the chopsticks. Yeah, this is a, an imprint. A fan for chopsticks, so it blows your food. Okay, so I'm going. Uh, I I don't think Doug pulled up one better than the the total gym. So I'm going to go with total gym. You can actually get a, a decent no little, prancer size. I, I use the shake weight. Uh, I used that's it, a joke. I used it like crazy. That's terrible. I didn't have a shake weight though, so I just yeah, did the movement. Good. Yep. Yeah, Worked good, out my arms a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the tug toner? That's, that's that's one of my favorites. That's it's fake, obviously. Yeah, it is, but it's it's a great commercial. So you know, it's funny. Like I, I'm, you know, I'm glad I have integrity because if I didn't have integrity, I'd be, I'd be a, a, a kind of makes me mad. I'd be a millionaire by now because I would have made up some bullshit and sell it. Like when I first saw the shake weight. I laughed and then I cried because I knew I'm like yeah. idiots are gonna buy this. It it, it it like hurts my soul a little bit, dude. Even like the Bender Ball and all these things, it's like just they just like a, they they repurpose like one yeah. thing and, and they, they just attach a little bit of science. They, yeah, little science and graphics. It's yeah. it's really heavy on the graphics. I came up with a at home exercise device that I still have yet to market or come or 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 put together, but I think would work. It's just. Maybe I'll tell you guys. That's what I'll do. We'll close right. off. I'll tell you guys what it is. It's cheap. Bricks. Okay. It's inexpensive. Hmm. And uh, don't tell the audience. And it would wait. sell. All right. Let's we wait. just could. We wouldn't be able to connect it to Mind Pump because it's not uh, super great. We wouldn't approve. No, no, we wouldn't approve. But, but if it we, would sell. If someone else did it for us, uh, <laughs> we're silent partners. Yeah, so yeah we'll, silent we'll talk partners. off air. <laughs> then it would work. All right. So check this out. Uh, if you'd like a free fitness guide, just go to mindpumpfree.com. Go check those out. Also. You can find us all on Instagram. We all have personal pages on Instagram. So if you want to see us in our everyday lives and hear what we have to say about things that are Come not related over and stalk us. to the show, you can find me uh, on Instagram at Mind Pump Sal. You can find Adam at Mind Pump Adam. And you can find Justin at Mind Pump Justin. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, 
Check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump. Mind Pump.